Hello, good people of Australia, America, and everywhere in between. Thank you for tuning back in for another episode of the Fantasy Unleashed podcast. I am Josh Selway, and let's talk some fantasy football today. We're going to go over DraftKings, some of the top scorers, some of the most surprising scores, just recap the week, get some closure so we can move on to week 15. Can't believe it's almost over. Saying that, let me just give a shout out to everyone who's listened throughout the year and has shown interest in Fantasy Unleashed in our first season. This was like a soft launch. We have a lot of things we want to do, but a lot of this stuff is new to us. And first year doing this, we got a lot of shit going on. So we're taking it one step at a time. We got, what's the dude from Big Daddy, the old dude? He has a five-year plan or six-year plan or something like that. And then Adam Sandler says, what, don't die? We have we have a plan. Us. I know we're that that's surprising. I have trouble planning for anything. I never know what day it is. The date. I don't know anyone's birthday. But yeah, thank you for listening to us and reading some shit and paying attention and following us on Twitter at Fantasy Unleashed. Appreciate all of you. More stuff coming. Lots more. And we're gonna be here for years. I'm gonna be an old man, an old wrinkly man sitting here talking about fantasy something football probably won't be around by then but fantasy ping pong fantasy ping pong could be big fantasy ice skating no matter what it's going to be we'll probably be on it we will be on it okay i should probably talk about week 14 now so let's recap it you knew going in since there were 13 games there were going to be big scores and you couldn't play guys that didn't have that upside the 30-point upside, and that turned out to be the case. So if we want to start at running back, chalk hits with Derrick Henry, goes nuts, over 200 yards. It was just a gradual, classic Derrick Henry accumulation of those yards, chunk after chunk after chunk, all the way up to 215. And then after Derrick Henry, he scores 39. Jonathan Taylor scores 33. Jonathan Taylor at 5'8", coming off a... A good game, and now he's going against the Raiders, who couldn't stop the run against the Jets. He wasn't too highly owned. I think low teens in the Millie Maker. And then the biggest curveball of them all, Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, as the number three running back on the week, 33 points, 32.6. So let's just talk about the Eagles first, because I brought up Jalen Hurts on a previous podcast. I said to go get him. The writing was on the wall, and look at him now. 100 yards rushing in his first game. That offense, it was like weird because that offense needed someone exactly like Jalen Hurts. They're like, okay, our best playmakers in the backfield and that tight end when they're healthy. This would be a great offense to sort of replicate like the, Ra- the Ravens, use the tight ends, and use the running backs. Use Miles Sanders. Football guys, you know, they'll say offense line sucks like the Eagles. It helps to have the mobile running back to do some of the option stuff. That's a good way to help yourself when the offense line sucks. And the Eagles have just been deciding to play Carson Wentz when the solution is right there, standing right there, but they're letting however much money they're paying Carson Wentz stand in the way of making that decision. Just the big balls decision. It should just be, 
Oh my God. How many weeks do you need to watch it? It's like this dude can't play quarterback. Carson Wentz could not play quarterback. And it just, it went on for like two, two weeks too many, right? Like, I guess you can understand in the real world, imagine being Doug Peterson in that situation. You know, you're going to stick with them. You stick with them. But it wasn't just bad. Like, it wasn't that they were just losing. It was just everyone uses the word broken, and that is the right word. It just wasn't right. Something was wrong. Jalen Hurts would come in, and there was instant energy and intrigue. And then that just made it more depressing because then he would come right out, and then you would have to see Carson Wentz again. So it was this really sad and obvious comparison that you got when Jalen Hurts starts mixing in more and more. I mean, Jalen Hurts first took like a random snap, I don't know how many weeks ago, but it was a while back. And then even then, even on those random snaps when he would come in, he looked like a pretty dynamic runner. So this isn't surprising at all. It's frustratingly obvious. I mean, Jalen Hurts could wind up being bad or average for sure. I mean, teams will figure him out. He's not probably not that great of a passer. I mean, he could also get better too. Who knows? It's his first first start. But for now, in a year where your division's just totally up for grabs, the Washington football team's in first place, and you sit on Carson Wentz and just let, like, what? Your defense is playing hard. The Eagles' defense looks fine. Great. You saw them in the primetime game. They were flying all over the field celebrating. They're, they're tough, and they weren't given a chance because their offense couldn't stay on the field for more than 35 seconds. And now the Eagles just go and beat the Saints pretty convincingly. Oh, yeah, we're supposed to be talking about DraftKings. Okay, so other big takeaways at running back. David Montgomery does it again. Mike Davis, 26 points, two touchdowns for Mike Davis at 6.4K. You know, he was well-rested. Everyone said he looked run down, and he did. But when he's rested, he can break tackles and make plays. Great year for Mike Davis. Aaron Jones, probably the biggest disappointment of the week. Played him in my lineup this week. 9.5 points at 7,600. Tough scene. James Robinson, 7,500. Puts up 12.3 points. So then from there, other guys. Kamara at 22. Some solid games. So quarterback, one of the biggest surprises of the week. Tua is the top scoring DraftKings quarterback on the main slate. 31 points from Tua at 5.4K. Really strong play, ballsy play. I didn't think that he would have that type of upside in this game. You know, I didn't think this game would go the way it did at all. I thought it would be lower scoring, but the Chiefs would control the game, and it blew up. Derek Carr comes through again, 29 points from Derek Carr, then Drew Locke and Mitch Trubisky. So listen to these top scores. Tua is number one, Derek Carr number three, Drew Locke number four, Trubisky number five. How about that week? Biggest disappointments at quarterback? Probably Tom Brady, 6,900, puts up less than 16 points. Matt Ryan, another bad game, only puts up 10 fantasy points, DraftKings points this week. Daniel Jones, four points. Good time. Kelsey dominates the tight end position again. Almost 31 points. Unbelievable, unbelievable year from Travis Kelsey. Continues. Jasicki, unfortunately, gets hurt. Heard it was pretty serious looking according to the Beaver. So obviously it was exaggerated given his uh, propensity to really fabricate situations like that, especially involving injuries. Irv Smith, another big week. So Irv, you know, he started to flash a little bit here. He's like a penny stock right now. 
He gets up a 75%. Oh, he's back down 30%. He's had some injuries, but he's flashed. He's shown what he can do. Hawkinson, another solid game. Hawkinson's just had, he just had, it's weird. He's been more like consistent, but no upside, which is not what he used to be. But a good year from Hawkinson, too. Of course, he's just been overpriced all year in DraftKings, it seems like. Tanya, another strong game. Waller, decent. Then some guy named Jared Cook. Jordan Aikens, a popular play, five points. He's just not good, so that's an issue. Top wide receiver on the main slate, Allen Robinson, 30 points. Yeah, I kept telling the Beaver, and he agreed. I mean, I only play one lineup, so you can only play so many guys and whatever. But I said that, out. I mean, Allen Robinson, 6,800. Great matchup, and he puts up 30. Calvin Ridley, number two, 29. Devontae Adams again, A.J. Brown. I saw someone point out that A.J. Brown saw his lar- largest target share ever on Sunday. Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins. And then T.Y., two of the, my favorite guys to talk about this week, T.Y. Hilton coming back to life, 25.6 points, and Brandon Ayuk. Coming to life for the first time ever. Two guys far apart in their career, but this week coming in the top 10 at wide receiver on DraftKings. Ayuk, man, he has just been unbelievable in games where he's when he's been healthy. 25 points this week. And speaking of hard to believe, Nelson Aguilar, another big game, 24 points. And then the cheap guys. KJ Hamler, 3K, puts up 22.6 points. Keelan Cole, 19.7 points, and A.J. Green. A.J. Green? A.J. Green. 18.2 points. 3K, 3K, bare minimum. Beating out chalky guys, Curtis Samuel, Hanson from the from the Texans, Kiki Kuti, 10 points. Not what you want, probably from 5K on a slate like this. And that that's what I was saying at the beginning. Chalky guys on a slate like this, especially wide receiver, a slot wide receiver, even if you're just playing cash, you need to give yourself a chance for bigger games than what Kiki could bring. I mean, last week was probably a ceiling, and he's what was that, 20, 25? I mean, yeah, it's a great game, 5K, but on a week like this, Brandon Ayuk's right next to him. Brandon Ayuk, $400 more than Kiki Kuti. Give me a break. Give me a break. Over on defense, Chase Young dominates the day. Washington. First place football team, 23 points. Five more than the second closest, the Cardinals, who just absolutely destroyed Daniel Jones. The Cowboys, who took advantage of like 75 Bengals fumbles in the first three minutes of the game. The Bears had 17 points, had a safety in there. And then the Chiefs, Miko Hardman. Never forget who teams have back at punt returner. Miko Hardman, maybe the best in the league. I don't know. I guarantee you that is not the last Miko Hardman punt return touchdown. He'll have another, maybe two more, before the end of the regular season. Mark it down. The Seahawks come through at 3K, putting up 12 points, one of the chalkiest defenses. So this week, though, man, you could really get some amazing lineups in if you went with Tua, which even in some of these winner-take-alls that we did, there are multiple people with Tua and with Kelsey. Just a sharp play. Very sharp play, and it works out perfectly, that correlation. Then you could, at that point, you, I mean, you could play Kelsey. Once you put in Tua and you got a cheap D playing the Cowboys, then it's you just plug him in. I saw a guy in one of these winner-take-alls play K.J. Hamler and A.J. Green. Holy shit. 
Holy shit. That guy's my hero. And even if you didn't get Tua, you could have landed on Trubisky. If you landed on Drew Locke, you're just a psycho. But if you got any of these cheap quarterbacks, Kelsey, then you start looking at running back, you're probably easily landing on around Mike Davis. If you want Trubisky, David Montgomery stacks. So now we're on the week 15. And this is when things get really interesting. We have more information. We know who these teams are. And the playoff picture starts taking shape. Boy, is that special. All right. I'm getting out of here. I got to go get a haircut. Maybe I got to go sign some papers. I don't know exactly what I'm signing, but I'm sure it's fine. And what else do I have to do? Go to Walmart. Oh my God, it's going to be terrible. All right. So thank you guys for listening. If you did listen or thank you for just leaving it on in the background as you pet your dog. We will have another pod coming out later this week. I think in the meantime, send all complaints to Beaver's voicemail. Thank you. Talk to you soon, Australia. Stay safe down there.